Welcome to the Retro Craptacular Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined once again by Matt. How are you today, sir? Oh, I'm doing very well. Very, very well. Me too. I'm doing pretty good. I didn't ask. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for thanks for asking. Uh, we watched uh, our first Australian movie on this show. First of many oh, please, to come. Yes. Please, many. Uh, we watched the classic uh, 1985. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four? It, it was, it, I think it was 85. Three? Two? One? Movie from the 80s. Lift off. No, it was called BMX Bandits. BMX Bandits. BMX Bandits. They're wild in the streets in a high-flying ride to adventure. It's thrills and spills, fast and furious fun. It's a real blast. BMX Bandits, Matt. Directed by the legendary... Brian Trenchard Smith, mm. which I don't know if you know. I he, don't. He made such classics as The Man from Hong Kong and Turkey Shoot oh. and Stunt Rock, which has stunt much stunt rock. and much rock and not a lot else. Together at last. It's that we should do Stunt Rock. on the, Although there's not really a lot to... It's basically an Australian stuntman doing stunts. And then there's an American rock band called Sorcery that are terrible, but they do music. They do uh, magic as well as rock. Wow! Uh, and they do better magic than they do uh, music. Um, and that's kind of all there is to the movie, actually. Yeah, so so that's, not, should... that's not much a talking about movie, but just a watching and enjoying kind of movie. Yeah, it's it's schlock for schlock's sake. Okay. It's great. And Brian Trenchard Smith is kind of the master of Australian schlock. Uh, he made a great movie called Dead End Drive-In, which we should watch on this show one day. I'd love to. Uh, but we watched BMX Bandits, which was uh, not Nicole Kidman's first movie. Okay. Her, her first movie was called Bush Christmas. Okay. <laughs> um, which uh, is about a... F- it's like Little House on the Prairie, but in the outback. At Christmas, so they live in the bush, okay. so it's not as dirty as you yeah, thought. Yeah, that title left it was too much yeah. up to the imagination. Bush, but Christmas. it is her second movie and her first actual movie. It's kind of Christmas the, doesn't count. This is no man. This is pre uh, Dead Calm, Nicole Kidman. This is pre Days of Thunder, Nicole Kidman. All right, this is even pre Wind Rider, Nicole Kidman. This goes way back. Yeah, you said she was uh, 16? 16. 16, man. Israel. Like, you look at her face and you're like, yeah, that's Nicole Kidman, but she's still got, like, a little bit of that childish chubbiness in her cheeks. Yeah, like, you know when, like, grown-up actors play kids in movies and you just kind of, like, ignore it Yeah. after a while? Because you're like, oh, that's, I mean, like, they're young-ish, so I guess that's what 18-year-olds look like. They look like 29-year-olds. <laughs> no. This like they're actually played by sixteen year olds and they look super young, so it's just it's, it's kind of weird. Yeah. In that way, but anyways, BMX Bandits was uh, a movie that we watched. Yes. And uh, I don't really know. 
where to start? Well, I'll start by saying this. We watched it on uh, the internet on mm. a service called, a website called Shout Factory TV. Shout Factory. Which is pretty great. The Shout Factory makes awesome Blu-rays and DVDs and stuff, and I've bought a good amount of their stuff myself. And they just have this free streaming service um, called ShoutFactoryTV.com where you can just watch a bunch of stuff for free. And, yeah. It's pretty dang fantastic. There's some there's some ads on the website. We didn't see them because I used an ad blocker. Oh. I'll cut this out. Uh, and we should also just mention we're not sponsored by them. Uh, but if they'd like to sponsor us, uh, we'd get in touch. Retrocrappot at gmail.com. That would be so much We fun. would love to sponsor or be sponsored by them, feature more of their content. We'll probably do it anyways because there's some really good junk on there. Oh, yeah. This was uh, ripped from a VHS tape and uploaded to the internet. Yep, straight up. From their VHS vault, um, which I guess is like a bunch of movies that you can't really get other places or hard to get other places. Probably just hard to get, but yeah. 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 Um, I haven't seen BMX Bandits on the Blu-ray shelf at Best Buy <laughs> yet, so... Uh, so plot? What happens in this movie? I yeah, mean, not a lot. Not too much. Uh, so yeah, I didn't really know what to expect. BMX Bandits. I expected some kind of you know big biker gang or whatever, but it really just starts with these two kids, and they're on BMX bikes, and they're just kind of shooting the shit. Yeah, and they had like face, like full face helmets on, and so we were like guessing that they were probably stunt doubles that were like 10 to 20 years older than they were yeah very likely doing all the like tricks and stuff um but yeah then like so they're just like biking around like the boardwalk and then a robbery happens yeah but like uh, that has nothing to do with them yeah just like separate scene they're gonna race you yeah ra- race each other to get a milkshake and the loser buys yeah and then it just cuts to um, a bank robbery. Yeah, just armed just robbery just happening. Classic, like, wearing pig masks. And then, like, the the leader, I guess, is wearing a wolf mask because he's the big bad wolf. Uh, yeah, yeah. Super I picked cute. up on that. And then, yeah. They, yeah, they rob a joint with shotguns. Yeah. And then and then they, they drive away. And then it kind of just, like, cuts back to the kids, and they meet up with Nicole Kidman, plays Judy. Yeah, and she's, like... Uh, Working at a supermarket or something, she's like pushing uh, carts. Yeah, like, she yeah she's ga- like gathering, like gathering up all up the carts from the from the parking lot, and then one of the BMXers like hits some carts that got away from her. Well, first we're introduced to um, a delightful side character who I don't know his name, but uh, what's we'll call him? It's Fatty Ice Cream. Fatty Ice Cream. So Fatty Ice Cream is there giving her a hard time, and she's all like. Leave me alone. You know? That was terrible. Yeah, a line. Yeah, Leave me alone. Yeah. Trying to do my work. <laughs> Collecting the cats. <laughs> Everyone's super Aussie in this movie. It's Just great. to be clear, we're not making fun. We love this we love We love Australia. It's fantastic. It's, yeah. Um, We'd be 10 to 15% more funny if we had an Australian accent. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. 
I'm I'm really bad at it though. I'm just I'm not gonna try. You just gotta add show. every vowel sound into every word. Yeah. Like guy, guy, why? It's just like that. Yeah. That wasn't offensive. No. Nope. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fatty ice cream. Fatty ice cream. Giving her a hard time, and then she he like goes to like push a bunch of her carts away, like a section of the carts. She grabs them and is like, you know, get away. And then, and then the manager's like, Judy, get back to work. I'm a gruff dude, except you know, an Australian accent. Yes, he's not that gruff. And then while her, while her head's turned, he pushes the section away again, and it gets away from her, and she's got to go after it. And then our two BMX bandit buds, uh, totally bail. Yeah, like totally crash into bail. it, flip over it. And they're actually like, they're the best. They're super nice bros. They're like hilarious together. Were, were they friends before this scene? Oh yeah, looked, I imagine looked, they, they were. They looked friends. like they were just like longtime friends, and they go BMX biking together all the time. And they no, like, not them. I mean them and Judy. Oh no, I think they met for the first time. That was okay. Yeah, they they meet for the first time, falling over all these carts, and then the manager is like so pissed about it, straight up fires Judy. And the BMX guys are like, it totally wasn't her fault. Like we're we're okay, you know. You don't have to do this. That's not fair. And he's like, life ain't fair, kids. And straight up fires. Yeah. And so I guess at some point in that scene, so they got to fix their bikes and they need to get some money. But then they also need to get Judy a bike. Yeah, they feel they feel really bad because they feel like they got her fired. Yeah, so they come up with a scheme to go steal lobster pots to yeah. um to, to get, sell them. Back. To sell them to get and get money, yeah, for um, seafood restaurants. But uh, the uh, the villains, uh, in between them going to steal lobster or them crashing into the carts and them going to steal lobster pots, the villains have this little thing where they're like, "We got these police radios coming in from America, and they can like we can hear all the police chatter, and we need them for our next heist, and we're gonna." Steal a quarter of a million dollars. Quarter of a million. Each. each. By and driving like, a van. <laughs> by driving a van a into big a bigger van and driving away. Yeah. Van in a bigger van. Um, he even has little toys to demonstrate yeah, to he, his little underlings. He does demonstrate. Walk with this. Drive the van in. into the van. Draw the van into the track. Inception. Yeah. But anyways, um, we got to stop doing that. Yeah. Otherwise, it's, it's, it's just hard, not. Though. Otherwise, it's just not going to stop. Like I was just like <laughs> thinking to myself in the bathroom after watching this movie, and I was thinking in an Australian accent. I know. It's, it's catchy. Kind of. It's it's super catchy. I love it. Um. So uh, they. Uh, yeah, they're so like they, yeah, they got the, radios. the radios are coming. They're going to be at the usual spot. And so then, cut to the kids in the little dinghy, little dinghy that somehow has an outboard motor on it still, but it looks like an inflatable raft. It does, doesn't it? Uh, and they like go out and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to check what's over here. Maybe this is a lobster pot. We could sell lobster back. And then they pull out the thing and they're like, oh, well, that's not seafood. That's, I guess we're in the salvage business. And they like take the thing and drive away and then the henchmen get there. Yeah, they actually pass the henchmen yeah. on their way to the drop. Yeah. After they had just taken Henchmen it. get there and they pull up the rope and they're like, it's been cut. Those kids took it. <laughs> like instantly jumping to the most ridiculous conclusion that is also the correct conclusion just for the sake of advancing the plot. Yep. Because like my first thought would be like, oh, the rope's been cut. 
we should swim down there and try to find it. That would have made sense. It would have made way more sense. But like, nope, those kids must have taken it. The kids that we passed on the way here. Um, so the rest of the movie basically plays out where the kids want to, they want a BMX track. That's their ultimate goal. And yeah. so they're like, we're going to sell these radios so we can get our bikes back. Um, so they're selling them to other kids that ride BMX bikes. They're selling these radios for like 20 bucks a piece, 20, 30 bucks a piece. And basically the rest of the movie just plays out as one big, long chase scene. Yeah, these two henchmen that were supposed to get the radios. Yeah, who, by the way, are named Mustache and the Creep. In the credits, <laughs> Mustache and the Creep. Oh, and they're which is a, just terrific. Yeah, it's like the best like morning show DJ t- duo ever. Mustache and the yeah. Creep. Yeah, welcome to the morning show with Mustache and the Creep, you know? Good morning. Hey, get out of bed. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Time to go to work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be horrible. Um, yeah. It's, uh, so, the, yeah, it's basically they chase him around a graveyard wearing masks, and then they're chasing him around town to, like, through, like, a mall where the kids are, like, riding their bikes, and the guys are chasing him on foot. That goes on for, like, most of the movie. Yes, this is the most of the movie. It's pretty amazing. And then at one point, then they get in a car, and they still can't catch them. And then the creep hops behind the wheel, and he doesn't know how to drive. Yeah, creep can't drive. It's real bad. (laughs) And, oh, it's just fantastic. And the kids just keep evading them all the time. And the cops are listening in. There's a whole subplot with the cops, because they can hear them... On their police frequency, because they're using like the pol- same yeah. That's police the whole point frequency. of the radio is that they yeah. can listen to the cops, so they know what's going on. So yeah. then, when they're using them to talk to each other, the cops can also hear. Yeah. So there's this whole subplot with the cops like listening in the entire time, uh, which is is pretty funny at some points. It's there's hilarious. like the one the one lady cop that's just like really just getting a kick out of it. <laughs> Everyone else is like, we gotta find these kids. She's like, oh. They're talking about BMX stuff. We just need to find some kids with bikes. And kids with bikes have our radios. And, yeah. Um, who do you... This is what I was trying to figure out. Uh, who do you think the target audience was for this movie? The target audience? And like, who was it made for? Like, Well, I feel like... Was it made for kids? Maybe more of... It felt like... Maybe kids, but more teens, like, and maybe young adults. It felt, it felt kind of teenage, right? This teenage yeah. heroes. It doesn't get too violent. There's a lot of, like, campy humor to it. Yeah. Well, that's why I was wondering, like, if it was maybe, like, you know, made for, like, kids. Like, maybe, like, slightly older kids. Because I feel like it's not, like, it's a little too campy for, like, teenagers. At least today. I don't know. In, back in the 80s, if that like that, that could be for some 80s like, teenagers. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it was a comedy. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Intentional comedy, I would assume. Because it, it kind of plays like, um, in some parts, like almost like, uh, like Jingle All the Way or like one of those like, like slapstick. Yeah. You, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. Like, people get hurt, but they don't really get hurt. And 
They're like that's all kicking people off ridiculous. a dock by shooting them with a fire extinguisher and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But then like also though there's like things like like people getting crushed in a building by accident when it gets demolished yeah. by mistake because there's all these like mishaps that happen with the radio because for whatever reason a bunch of people have radios that are tapped into the police frequency well, I think it's also. just a bunch of people who have bought the radios is that from what these it is? kids okay so they're all on the same frequency and some of them are working construction yeah like don't drop it until i get till i say now okay and then they'll hear someone else on the other end of the radio say like now and then it drops something on the guy's car and it like explodes yeah and there's another thing that happens where like a bulldozer like pulls down like a building is like I'm, I'm gonna get everyone out first and then i'll give you the signal and then someone comes in over the radio is like all right get her out of here and then he's like all right and just like drives away and like pulls down like this huge building and like you're pretty sure there's people inside and they're they're dead we hear some shouts and stuff we don't see anything yeah no one yeah. no one's officially dead but i'm assuming they're dead there's probably some death yeah um because yeah i don't know it it the the tones the tones didn't, didn't always mash up for me and being familiar with the director's other work which is definitely more like grindhouse drive-in action okay yeah stuff basically the movies that the pj character is talking about in all the scenes like he makes those movies so i'm like what what's he really going for but then there's like you know like goofy slapstick stuff like the guy getting the ridiculously long walkie-talkie antenna in the eye by accident and all you know all the the entire chase scene is like BMX people riding past like a thing of shoes and like pull this shelf of shoes down and then the guys running like trip and fall into the shelf of shoes. Knocks the mattresses over and yeah. falls on them. And like yeah. oh, and the guy's going down the up escalator by accident and all that kind of yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. Anything anything else you wanted to that stood out to you? Well, honestly, I I thought the dialogue was fantastic in this movie. Like, this is like not that much of a plot. Like, like yeah. you said, most yeah. of the movie is this BMX chase. Hilarious, but the dialogue between between the three main characters, uh, PJ Goose and Judy, some of it is just so funny and so like fast paced, and the things they say are just ridiculous. I was. I was in stitches most of this time. Yeah, no, they got some good ones. Like when they're pulling up what they think is the lobster trap, and they're like, "Oh, it's heavy." I'm like, "Oh yeah, maybe it's a dead body." <laughs> uh, and she's like, "Yeah, very funny." Can you give me a hand? He's like, "Yeah, there might be one in the box." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, so much humor, especially goose. Is like just so much humor, just really deadpan. Yeah, this just makes it so funny to me. Oh, I love that. Uh, he had a couple other ones too that I forgot. Did you write any of them down? Uh, I, no, I had the I had the box one. Ah, uh, because there was a couple. Yeah, a couple of good ones. But then there was like, um, fatty ice cream. The reason we call him fatty ice cream, 
because at one point he's rocking out from the ice cream shop with two cones, his double fist and two cones, and Goose and PJ are like zooming by to go save Judy, and uh, the first one like grabs the ice cream cone out of his hand, and he like turns around and he's like, what? And then the other one comes up behind him and also grabs the ice cream cone out of his hand. And then they each just, like, take a bite and then throw it behind them. And then when he runs after them, he slips on one and then falls back and lands on the other. <laughs> it's, uh... I loved it! Yeah, no, it was... It was good. Also, did you notice that they were all wearing BMX Bandits shirts? Yeah. With, like, the logo of the movie on them? Yeah. That was great. Hilarious. Um, yeah, the... The whole chase kind of ends with uh, them getting all the kids in the town to get on their bikes and ride. Go stop the bad guys. To go stop the bad guys and get a BMX track somehow. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's let's back up a sec for the for the for the plot. Like most of the movie is the bad guys chasing. Yeah. The um, the BMX bandits, those three, right? And that scene ends with them like going to where they're using foam fertilizer on some grass, which we didn't know was a thing. All of a sudden, there's just a scene of some people shooting foam onto the grass. Yeah, and then the car foaming up, and the car hits it, like chasing them. Yeah, and then it foams up insanely, and everyone's covered in foam. And, and that's how the, and then like the female cop that you mentioned finds fatty ice cream with, with a walkie talkie and he's like, where'd you get that? And that's the end of that scene. And then we have the foam scene and then they're at the police station. No, I think you got to, is that how it goes? I think so. I thought the foam was at the very, very end. Cause I thought like what happens with the kids, well, maybe not. At some point, the the three kids end up at the police station because the female cop finds fatty ice cream, and they're like, "Where'd you get that radio?" and and then presumably, and then they, he somehow they, tells them, and, yeah, but it just skips to them being there's at, already at the, police at the police station, station. and the uh, police chief's like, hey, "You caused an awful lot of damage, and it's got to get paid for," but luckily there's a reward out for these guys' capture, and it might. Covered some of the damage that you caused. And then they're like, well, we got a plan. It's like, I don't got time to hear your plan. Get out of my face. I got to go catch some bad guys. Like, no, but it's a good plan. Like, no, no, no. I don't care. Get out. And so they get out. And then they then they gather the horde of children. <laughs> the horde. The horde of children. I love that. And uh, <laughs> um, they are like, what do we want? A BMX track. When do we want it? Now. And then they go off and like have this plan to use all the kids on BMX bikes to to catch the bad guys. Yeah, they the 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 main the main three are riding around with the box that had the walkie talkies in it. Yeah, knowing that they're going to be found, and then they are found, and they they hand over the box because they know that once they get the box, they'll go back to their hideout. Yeah, and they've got all the kids on the bikes with the actual radios, radioing in where the car is going, so they'll know yeah. where their hideout is. 
Uh, but what wasn't part of the plan is that they they take Judy with them as insurance, and they say that they'll kill her if anything goes wrong. Yeah, so then the boys have to have to save her, and they're like driving away in like a garbage truck. Well, I, I don't. It was like was, a, it wasn't a garbage truck. It had it said China Bear on it, and there was a big panda on it. But that's all we know about the truck. Oh right, it was probably the truck that they were going to use to catch the van. To drive the van into the truck. Oh yes, the truck in the truck in the van, van, yeah. van in the truck. It all comes back Quarter around. Million. Yeah, all comes back around with the toy truck and the van. Um, so it's probably probably the same truck. So they have to like rescue her from that, and then I thought that was when they crashed into the foam. Oh, maybe it was. Maybe that's. And then they get arrested, but you don't actually see them getting arrested. Oh and yeah, then... they all crash into the foam. Everyone's caught, and then it cuts to. Them at the BMX track. Then they have a BMX track, but what I thought all the money had to go pay for all the like construction damage and like loss of life that they caused <laughs> indirectly, yeah, through a series of very unfortunate misunderstandings, yeah, um, and that that all the direct damage that they caused at that mall, yeah, it was, yeah, there was, there was no denouement. In no, this movie, no, like they, they skip right over to the foam, and then presumably the bad guys were caught, and then they're at the BMX track, and the credits start. And it's like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, oh, I guess all is good now. I guess, yeah, because I mean, like their whole goal for the whole movie was to eventually get a BMX track. Yep, it's and a place so where kids could ride their BMX. I guess they just they just get it. Hassled. Um. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Hang on now. Mm. Maybe all the reward money went to pay off the damage, and then the city gave them a BMX track as, like, a thank you. Maybe. Yeah, because it was the bank. The bank was offering the reward money. And so, or maybe they just went to the bank and they were like, just just give us a BMX track, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, right, don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about paying off the construction damages and the wives of all the construction, <laughs> the, the, all the construction worker widows and husbands we crushed by accident in a falling building mishap. This gives, gives a bloody BMX track, yeah? And they're like, yeah, all right. Yeah, it makes sense. Sounds fair. <laughs> and the, wid- the guess, construction widows are going, well, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even ride a bike. No. Um, yeah. There's also one song on the soundtrack. Yeah, well, there was there was two. Was there two? Yeah, there were two moods. Oh, okay. One was Chase, and one was not Chase. Yeah, and it was mostly it's Chase. mostly Chase. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the movie the movie soundtrack was abysmally cheesy and simplistic and, um, and bad, just real bad, and. Uh, yeah, almost as bad as as Nicole Kidman's hair. What are you talking about? It was real. Wow. <laughs> How do you mean? I mean, wow. <laughs> oh no, it was it full is, on Hermione was, Granger. Yeah, like it was, real, it was like, real big eighties hair. It was like Bush Christmas happened on her head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, fantastic. I have that in the pros and the cons. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, all right. man, it's hideous, but. Damn, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, and, you on know, the topic of Nicole Kidman, for that time. I wrote down Nicole Kid-Man in capitals 
to remind myself about the scene where she rides uh, on the BMX loop thing. Oh, yeah. Just after they, they've sold a bunch of walkie-talkies and they get enough money to repair their bikes, they also buy a bike for Judy because she was part of it. Yeah. And so then they're like, all right, Judy, go do your stuff. And she gets on the bike and hits the – I guess there's like a park Something yeah, like sudden, it's not like they don't have, a half pipe. I don't yeah. Know. So, I don't know what their problem is. Why <laughs> they don't just ride their bikes at the half pipe? Why they also need to track, but, anyways. So, then there's shots of Judy like riding her bike up and down the half pipe, doing little flippity loops and push pop shovets and whatever. I played Tony Hawk, um, <laughs> and it's very obviously a dude. Oh, yeah. Who's like a foot taller than her and has shoulders like twice as wide as her doing all these bike stunts and is also completely flat chested. Yep. And yeah, it's very obvious not Nicole Kidman stunt double with yeah. like a bad curly wig sticking out the back of the bike helmet. They just didn't have any female stunt doubles. I guess not. Um, um, I mean, men double women in Hollywood all the time too. There's some. It's true. There's that. I think it's Friday the Thirteenth Four. That girl gets thrown out the window and she's like falling in slow motion and just has the most muscular <laughs> legs you ever see. She's wearing like a nightgown, right? Oh yeah. And the guy, I guess, waxed his legs for that part so it's like he tried a little bit but it's just like super muscular dude legs (laughs) and yeah oh dear it's so it's not like it's not like it doesn't happen but the the dude was like 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 a full-on foot taller than she was oh it turns out i did have another one of the the lines written down one of goose's lines where uh they're trying to figure out you know what they're gonna do to pay for their bikes and everything oh yeah Right and uh, and PJ says he's all optimistic. He's like, "Well, if we'll put our heads together, I'm sure we can come up with something." And Goose oh, says, yeah. "Yeah, dandruff shower." <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, it was clever. I that's, liked it. That's the not enough dandruff jokes in today's movies. No, it's very it's very hard to pull off a dandruff joke that doesn't have any actual dandruff involved. Yeah, and they did it. Yeah, they did it. They didn't stoop to. Having fake dandruff. So, bravo to them. Um, man, I'm just... I'm kind of drawing a blank on, on what what to say about this movie. I feel like we've covered a lot of it very quickly. Yeah. There's not a lot of substance. <laughs> not really, no. It's just a bunch of really ridiculous things that happen. Uh, yeah. yeah I, do have, I do have one. They have a uh, like, classic... I, it's it's just this classic scene, you know, where they have this uh, this drunk, right, who sees something ridiculous oh, yeah. and then pours out his booze from the ridiculous thing he's just seen because he's assuming it's from his booze. Uh, when the, yeah. when the when uh, the mustache and when mustache and the creep are chasing them around in the in the graveyard wearing these creepy masks, right, and they they run out of the graveyard past the drunk guy who then gets up and they're like, oh, kids are running, and then the two guys are climbing over the fence of the graveyard wearing these creepy masks and he sees them and just does this weird double take and then kind of shakes his hand at them <laughs> a little bit and then they run off and then he just pours out his alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Um, that. that was just classic. I love it. Uh, oh, and then oh, part of the chase scene 
part of the chase. And I have no idea how they got there or where it came from. But all of a sudden, they're at water slides. And the oh, three yeah. of them take their bikes and, like, not on the bikes because they wouldn't quite fit. But they, yeah. like, throw their bikes and hang on to them and ride down a freaking water slide with their BMX bikes. And then uh, the mustache runs up to, like, where the where the water slides start. And he's like, you darn kids. And then some... Yeah, he's, like, literally, like, shaking his fist at them. Yeah, it's and then fantastic. some darn little chubbers comes up <laughs> behind him because he's waiting at the start of the water slide and just shoves him, shoves him down the water slide just a in mis- a suit. Mischievous little fat boy. <laughs> and just... then he doesn't even go down after him. He just walks away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. That was really good. Um, oh my goodness! Oh. No, this movie is a lot of fun. I think uh, I I enjoyed it. Uh, I I do like the scene where they like uh, they kick the 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 two uh, mustache and the creep off the dock when Judy tries to escape in the rowboat, but the rowboat's still tied to the dock. Oh yeah! So then the creep just grabs. He grabs the rope, the rope and just, just starts in pulling and her like, back in. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Goose and um, the Maverick. PJ. PJ, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that a bunch of times, too. Uh, ride in with like a, uh, not like a, a, a pool cue, but like a. What's it? It's, it's, a, like hooking, like it's a fishing spear. Like hooking, I thought it was for like hooking boats. Like for pulling boats in. Well, I think it was it was pointy on the end as well as had the little hook. Like I think it's for I think it was a fishing spear. Oh maybe. Oh no, I just saw the little hook and I thought it was for like when like guys are coming into the docks, you like reach out and pull them in. Oh yeah. Anyways, so he has like a javelin, <laughs> essentially, or a, a jousting spear, and he like comes and like javelins one of the guys off the dock, and then the other one comes in behind with a fire extinguisher and just like sprays the dude in the face with the fire extinguisher until he also falls into the water. Yep. And then they ride away. It's amazing. Yeah. Um Thoughts? Final thoughts? Final thoughts is that this movie is fantastic. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was I didn't know what to expect. I expected it to be ridiculous at least and it was that. I did not expect it to be that funny. Like, no, uh, I, thought I, it, I thought it was hilarious. I was not expecting it to be as legitimately, legitimately funny. Yeah, as it was humorously I've, written. Like, yeah, I thought it was going to be hilarious and bad, <laughs> and it's actually not terrible. It's yeah. it's a uh, it's a pretty good fun little fun little romp for sure involving. Teens on on bicycles, um, yeah. And there's not there's not really much more I can add to that. <laughs> I, I I I'm trying to like try generate content here, but I'm going. It's like yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Would watch again easily. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna give it a. Don't you forget about me, Breakfast Club fist bump. I assume you are as well. Oh, yeah. Nice. Ditto. Cool. Um, we were supposed to do Rotten Tomatoes, but I, for some reason, I doubt that this movie has been reviewed on Rotten Tomatoes, but we're going to find out. BMX Bandits. Oh.
Would you look at that? It has been. What do you think? BMX Bandits. Uh, like 78? Mm-hmm. No, not quite. 67. Uh, okay. Still okay. fresh. So that's a solid fresh rating. That's nice. Um, yeah. I guess I liked it a little bit more than they did. But that's all right. Uh, 1983, by the way. Ah, uh, my bad. 1983. So there you go. If you want to check out BMX Bandits, we recommend it. It's on Shout Factory TV for free. Uh, go check that website out. They got some other good stuff on there. You can watch Super Sentai on there. Oh, that's right. The actual Japanese show that Power Rangers is based on. And uses a lot and of the uses footage for. most of the footage for. You can watch all that stuff on there. Um, bunch of other stuff. Mystery Science Theater. They got a bunch of old Mystery Science Theater on there. Cool stuff. Um, we don't have a movie picked for next month, or we do, and I forgot what it was. <laughs> I tried to find my list, and I don't. I don't know where I put it. Um. But maybe we'll get a, a swell suggestion. Swell suggestions would be welcome. Uh, if you want to throw some swell suggestions our way, you can do so on Twitter at RetroCrapPod. Check out RetroCrapPod on Patreon. If you want to toss us a few bucks uh, to support the show, we're going to do some Patreon-exclusive content um, soon. we got to decide what we're going to do still. We have kicking around a couple of ideas. Uh, RetroCrapPod at gmail.com. We're on iTunes. Uh, Google Play, iHeartRadio, YouTube, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us. If you want to give us a uh, thumbs up, five star review, one star review, I don't really care. Leave a review, leave a rating, uh, subscribe to the show, tell all your friends about it. It really helps us out a lot. And we will be back next month with a movie. <laughs> For that sure. We yeah. will uh, discuss what we're going to watch. After we're done here. Um, yeah. Any uh, Anything else? Final thoughts on BMX Bandits? I think the only thing I didn't mention is that every single time a BMX bike passes the camera, there's like a little sci-fi sound effect. Oh, yeah. It's, like a <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, yeah. Check out, check out more Brian Trenchard Smith movies, too, because the dude... The dude is fantastic. I have not seen a movie of his that I haven't liked. Uh, I haven't seen all of them, but I've seen a bunch of them. And he does some good stuff. Dead End Driving is probably my favorite. Check that one out. Uh, and we're going to do some Brian Trencher and Smith movies on this sh- this show, actually. I just bought some on Amazon. Sweet. Um, yeah, I think that does it for all of us here at the show. All I'd of like us. to thank you for tuning in, and uh, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> <Chew>. <laughs> Anyways, until next time, keep watching crap. <laughs> <laughs>